Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. What's going on, everybody? What day is it? What what, what is was it is it Tuesday? I what think so. what day is it? I'm not I, sure. I have hello. I, hello. <laughs> What's happening? How are you? I can't believe you are still alive, first of all. Well, I, I mean, listen, I was the oldest man as as was documented on this program, the oldest man at Figawi, and I am I am barely alive. Yeah, but, by, by a couple two, three years. Uh, but I will say that the <laughs> Bruins game brought me back yes. last night. Um, and I am proclaiming it. I'm going to proclaim it Tory Krug Day today. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, am I allowed to proclaim? Are we yes. allowed to proclaim a day? Sure. In, yes. In, in honor, uh, I just the Boston Bruins are up four to two, and there's really I don't think there's anything else that we need to talk about for the whole entire four okay. hours mm. for four hours of the show. And I'm sure you know who is going to call in and tell us that he predicted that the Bruins would win oh, game number one. Yes. And that he's yes. predicting a sweep in the in the oh. Stanley Cup final, right. I believe. Yes. I believe. But, yes, we're here. We're, um, how was uh, – we have a lot. There's actually a lot that we have to cover on the show so today. So many things. Um, in addition to the Boston Bruins, we have got to um, share some of Larry's greatest moments our 102, almost 103-year-old World War II veteran friend, Larry Steinfeld, passed away over the weekend. And um, at some point, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we share some of the greatest moments that he had on this show or, yes. when, or when we interviewed him. And I know you were there uh, with him on Saturday, so I don't want to make you cry. I can see you're tearing up already, Danielle. <laughs> I miss but we'll, my buddy. Uh, we will, we'll, uh, we'll do that at some point on the show. If you want to call and you want to be on this morning... You can do it on this number, 617-764-9223. Or you can text on the text line, which is 97107. And today's weather. We finally had a nice, beautiful Memorial Day weekend. Oh, it was that, gorgeous. That, I, I mean, it's Lovely. probably like the first beautiful Memorial Day weekend in the last seven or eight years where every day was perfect. Uh, is this an old person phrase? You got some good color? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I did get some. I did get yeah, some. Yeah, well, a little you know, tan going. I was sunning myself uh, poolside. Do you, me a you know, favor. Yes. Can you lift your sleeve up? Yeah, of course I can. Oh, oh see, I had my shirt. consistent all the I, way up. Yeah, I had my shirt off. I took my shirt off. Whoa. I, did, I didn't wear the T-shirt in the uh, in the pool like, uh, like like the oldest man at Fagawi <laughs> should should do. Um, but uh, weather today, not going to be so great. It's going to be cloudy and showers are going to be possible today. The temperature is going to be 59 for a high right now. It is already 57 here in beautiful, safe Brighton, Massachusetts. We are going to play your Hill Mail voicemail messages back at 8 this morning. So you can leave a Hill Mail voicemail message right now on any topic. Obviously, 
last night and game one of the Stanley Cup final is certainly worthy of a Hill Mill voicemail message or two today. Um, also, you can uh, you can pay homage to our friend Larry, or you can leave a Hill Mill voicemail message on any other topic. The Hill Mill voicemail number is 617-779-5463. Here is a text message, 518 text, that says, Greg, did the whale luge survive the weekend? Good Uh, Lord, sir. I don't know if you saw that whale luge or not. Oh, yes. uh, But that may mean that there is no security deposit coming back on uh, on the house. You may even owe. Uh, <laughs> what? Actually, this this might be fun for two seconds. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. What was the security deposit on that house? <laughs> I don't, I don't know how much. I don't know. I'm Twelve not, grand. I don't know. I don't know how 18? much it was. I don't know how much it was, but uh, vodka it, soda security uh, deposit close it. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Oftentimes, I think when you know when you're renting a place, you don't necessarily get the security deposit back. I mean, it's kind of like it's like a rental car. I mean, right. does anybody expect? Oh, really? That the, does anybody expect that the rental car is going to go? back in the same oh, really? condition that the rental car went out in i don't i don't think so um you should have gotten the optional whale luge insurance <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right about that you're right about that no one ever gets that it's a scam speaking of things that that cost a lot um at 705 we are going to get to today's nerd report with our chief nerd officer mark shu mm. and find out how much the uh, beverage, the adult beverages, are going to cost at the new Disney Star Wars uh, exhibit? <laughs> oh All right, God. there's a big, big controversy with nerds over this. So we're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about that coming up at 7:05 on today's show. Um, heads up on tomorrow and what's going on on the show tomorrow. We're going to give away uh, tickets for Game Two of the Stanley Cup Final tomorrow morning. Awesome! So we'll do that during the seven o'clock hour. And I believe that Mike Shu created the game this go around. Um, are we? T- are we, are we doing that? Are we telling? <laughs> are, we, are we telling everybody what it? It does we not. Can, it, I guess. it doesn't involve a whale luge or no. anything like that. But um, what? What are, what are we calling it? Two teams, one cup. All right, two teams, one cup. Yeah. And so we'll play that tomorrow, uh, and we'll do that sometime during the seven o'clock hour. So you'll have a chance to win uh, Bruins tickets, Game Two, Stanley Cup Final. On tomorrow's show. Um, also, um, a texter wants to know uh, if we can. Hill Mail was full yesterday morning. Apparently, they tried to leave a message. We'll clean it out right now. So, they're yeah, that, they're, yeah, they're doing that right now. Yeah. This is Keith. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, guys. How are you? What's going on? Danielle, I hey. saw your post on IG. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know that I didn't even know Larry, but. Um, he reminded me very closely of my grandfather, and uh, <clears throat> I don't think people realize of the younger generation that when you're in the presence of a gentleman who has been in World War II, that you're actually in the presence of a man who helped <clears throat> change world history. Uh, without guys like him, uh, we wouldn't probably have the America that we have now. So I just... Uh, I just wanted to throw that out. Yes, um, you know it was it, uh, I, and and I'm gonna, I am gonna, we're gonna like play some of his best moments on the show, 
um, coming up in a little bit because we really do need to talk about him. He's it is it, it was one of the great honors of my life to get to know him, and he's an yeah. extra, extraordinary, just an extraordinary guy, tremendous guy, just an absolutely extraordinary man. And you're you are Keith. You couldn't be more spot on when when you say that about about Larry and that generation. Absolutely. And, That's um, listen. They didn't get the. My grandfather was from that generation. Um, they didn't get that that name, the greatest generation, for no reason. It was, it was a reason. You got to figure these people just had in the in the time of that happening had come out of a great. They were in the Great Depression at that time, so yes. they were going through that, yep. and on top of that, had to fight a war at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. I try to do that nowadays. I, I, I'm afraid to, to think that, I mean, I'm, I'm your age, Greg. I'm yeah. 50, 51. Hmm. Um, you see the younger generation. Now, I'm not saying all of them are, but I think we would might be in a little bit of trouble if that happened nowadays. It's, it's, uh, it's just a, um, he, was, he was a great man. That generation was, was uh, they were, and the, if you didn't go, you stayed here and you sacrificed. And, and that's, I mean, it's not, I, it would be difficult, I think, for that to happen again. I hope that, um, I hope that it would, but I think you're right. I think it would be really difficult. So I think so. Um, all right, guys, I got to go. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Um, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I want to hear, Danielle went to see Larry on Saturday, and um, there's the, as always with Larry, there's some funny stuff that oh, happened yeah, when, when you when you were there Saturday. So when we come back, I wanna I do I do want to hear about okay. that. All right, so we'll share some of Larry's greatest moments coming up shortly. Also, we will get to Florida, not like the rest of us, part one. Uh, there's a second uh, part of Florida, not like the rest of us, which we'll do during the seven o'clock hour. But uh, part one, Florida, not like the rest of us. Apparently, even the school bus drivers are completely horned up in that state. Oh, uh, so we'll get to that. And um, according to the courts in Canada, a sex addiction does not does not mean that you can have an aggressive bullpen session at work. Uh, so unfortunately, <laughs> that's the unfortunately that's the ruling in Canada. So. All of that and the rest of today's news coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Game one goes to the Boston Bruins, and I'm giving most of the credit to Tori Krug, even though, <laughs> even though that was the third period. Um, he gets, he, I mean, some are comparing that hit last night to Bobby Orr's legendary goal. I don't know about that. Not you a, know what I would compare it to, and it's not hockey, but when Veritek threw his glove in A-Rod's face, yeah, yes, it just yes, it mm-hmm. fired everybody yes, up, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and threw um, is not the right word there. Push. A mush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mush. He mushed it he right mushed in his it. face. Right. He right. mushed it. Um, I wouldn't mind reliving the Krug hit several times this morning, <laughs> okay. if that's possible. Thank <laughs> you. 
<laughs> what a moment. What a moment. And Doc um, Emmerich, great job on that call. Whoever said last week that they hated Doc Emmerich, I'm sorry. Well, there's a lot of people who text yeah, in about they, no. they can't stand Doc oh, Emmerich. I love him. That was great. Yeah. I mean... Well, what do you what do you think? Is it the fact that he's older? Is that is that what it is? Or uh, is that I why think that... around here people are so used to Jack Edwards. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, you that's know? probably what it is. It's, yeah. it's an entirely yeah. different thing altogether. Uh, Tory Krug asked about the hit last night and if it was going to become an iconic moment. Here's what he said. I don't know. I'm just glad I got a haircut a few days ago. <laughs> 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 um, four to two, the final. We'll have more coming up during the sports, and uh, Danielle will be. You're going to handle the sports. Hey, hey, uh, hey! LB is <laughs> LB is out. Uh, LB's uh, on a leave of absence, and uh, we'll as as I've, you know, we get lots of text messages. I say this uh, every every day. Uh, LB's doing his own personal business thing, and um, he will uh, he will be back and share with you. Uh, what he wants to share with you when he comes back. Right. Uh, that that's I, I walk in here. I never know what I never know what I'm going to find. What I'm going to see. What I'm going to. What, what's what been I'm like gonna, that for 20, what's, 29 what's, years? What's going to happen? So, so it, it, it that is what it is. That is what it is. LB is on a leave of absence, and the two other married chumps in the studio are on an involuntary leave of abstinence. Well, so, uh, <laughs> I have to remind me. <laughs> okay. um, well, well. <laughs> All right, today's weather brought to you by the Massachusetts Health Connector, mahealthconnector.org. It is going to be cloudy, and it is going to rain today. The temperature is going to get up to 59, and it is already 57. This is Ron from Lynn. Uh, Ron, good morning. Yes, good morning, Greg. Um, I just want to say one thing. Thank you. Yeah, the Hillman and the Hillman Morning Show and all your crew. Uh, we have a little wager going on. Unfortunately, I got the Blues. You only need three to win. Oh, hmm. oh, that's right. Oh, you yeah. yes, you took the Blues on the show last week. Yes, yes, I did. And um, uh, 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 it's only one game that you're up on me. Uh-huh. And anyway, anyway, don't, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not remind, gonna worry about uh, Ron, Ron, remind me what was our bet. Uh uh, the bet was that I got the blues, you got the bros. I know, but what the, what do we what do we have you on the line? You up on me before we uh, made the wager. I mean, before. Hello. Yeah. No, I haven't hung up on you yet. I'm. I'm. I'm I might in a moment. Oh, I, I, you you hung up on me once, twice, a thousand and one times. You're not the first. You're not the last. No, you've been hung up on before. You've been hung up on probably by uh, by better people than than yours truly. So it's not. Uh, I, there's no one better than oh, you. Oh, thank you, Ron. Aww. Ron, thank you. Um, is that? I think I, I'm hoping that we have food on the line. Uh, like all bets, uh, Scott from Weymouth right, is. All right, you want? You know what? what, Greg? What's your? Uh, you like cheesecake? Well, I was going to tell you that today is National Hamburger Day, so if oh, you'd like, nah, uh, nah, nah, if, nah. Uh, uh, my specialty is cheesecake. Oh, huh. I make a cheese. I, I'll make a simply delicious mm. cheesecake for you. Simply. I think I, I think I'd be just a tad bit nervous uh, eating the food that is uh, that was made. No, I'll make it. I'll put the ingredients in right in front of you. I'll do that. You're gonna. Uh, you're. Are you making it by hand, as the, as the saying goes, Ron? <laughs> I do a lot of things with these two hands that God gave me. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm Ron. Thank you. Uh, go beats. <laughs> You'll be All passing right. something. That's the way the week is starting. <laughs>
Um, so, um, we mentioned Bruins. I want to give you a heads up that tomorrow morning, I am going to give away a pair of tickets for game number two. I have been told in a confidential manner who the banner captain will be tomorrow. <laughs> really? Last night, it was several of the Boston Bruins who won the uh, Stanley Cup in 2011, yeah. including our pal Sean Fortin. Yes. Nice. Uh, who is one of the only people that could wear the pair of red... Uh, bright red pants that he wore last night to the yeah. uh, to the Boston yeah. Garden. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, listen, me of the silver puffy jacket. No. Uh, I'm not to be shaming anybody on what their wardrobe choices are, but uh, a bold, bold move by Thority wearing those red pants he last night. He can get night. away with it, man. Yes. So he was able to. Uh, Thority was telling me he was able to get permission from his team, uh, from the Florida Panthers, who he works for now. Uh, to be a part of that ceremony last oh, night, nice. uh, mm-hmm. but they, they, I don't think they wanted him fully waving the, uh, the right. actual flag. They just wanted he, it was okay if he was just kind of standing right. there in the background. So. And that's probably because of the red pants too, right? Uh, I said you got to wear red pants. You got to represent the team somehow. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Probably, yeah you're so. probably right about that, Shu. You're probably right about that. <laughs> um, but tomorrow, tomorrow night, I am told that uh, it may be it, it it may be the greatest uh, coach. Easy. In the history Easy. of uh, Easy. of what? sports, I don't want you to jinx uh, anything. The, it might be that. You know, oh, Will you knock I, it off? Uh, uh, and then I heard, and then I heard that should the uh, should the bees go on to clinch, yeah. the clinching game, the uh, captain the captain would be bestie. Oh. Uh, the banner captain oh. would be bestie should they should they go on to clinch. So hey, old man, good, luck. good to see you, buddy. Good to see you too, Tommy. <laughs> um, so that's a heads up on banner captains. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, but those guys, that was great last night seeing those guys out there. Yeah, and, that was very and, cool. Uh, it cer- certainly, certainly, I'm sure brought everybody back to 2011. How about our friend Todd Angeli? Yes. Nailing the oh, anthem. Oh, he nailed right? the anthem. And then Resig's walking off going, go, bro. Yes, yes, oh, yes. yes. So yeah, awesome. no, he did, he did a great yeah. job. He did a great job. Um, so I, we have to talk about Larry. And so sadly, over the weekend, our 102-year-old World War II veteran friend, Larry Steinfeld, passed away. And um, many of you have come to know Larry from this show. So yes. Larry, what, we met Larry when Larry was in the news. Larry, Larry had a scratch ticket stolen from his home. Uh, and that was a news story. We called Larry up. I think got mm-hmm. Larry on the phone somehow. Yep. yep. And... Got to know him a little bit, and you, you all embraced him. And I think it was, uh, I think he, it was a a really, really important part of his life over yeah. the last uh, last couple of years. Yes, um, because you sent him cards. You yes. sent you sent him scratch tickets. Mm-hmm. You you what you did for Larry. I don't think, it, I don't think it's possible to. Uh, to share with you, those of you who listen to the show, how important what you did for Larry was. Um, in fact, uh, Larry's best friend, Tom, who you've heard on this show many times, mm-hmm. who is a Waltham police officer, is uh, coming in here around 9 o'clock this morning because he wants to thank everybody for what they did for Larry. Yes. But you were uh, you were over there with Larry on Saturday. Yep. Um, and um, he was uh, struggling a little bit. 
Yeah, um, and he, he'd uh, slowed down considerably. I'd say over the last month, the last few times we had all gone to visit him, he's you know he was he was kind of day to day. Some days he was a little bit more with it mentally. Some days he was a little bit more confused. Saturday he was really just like struggling to stay awake. You could tell he wanted to visit and interact with us, but he was just he was very tired. Yeah, very very tired, and he had said that he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, which for yeah. him he never really complained about anything. No. He was that kind of guy. No. So you know, the last couple of times him saying he didn't feel well was kind of a a big red flag for us. Yeah. Um, but he was being his you know usual good natured Larry self. He um right before we were getting ready to leave, I went over and I gave him a bunch of kisses on his cheek, and I said, "All right, buddy, I'll see you next time." And as I was coming to the other side of his bed, he lifted his hand up and he kind of beckoned me over with his index finger. And I, I was like, what is it? What do you need now? And he pointed to his cheek and he lifted his face up because he wanted me to kiss him again. So I did. And then his big smile spread across his face. Like oh. ever the flirt. He was just oh, the, yeah, cutest, no, he was, the cutest he was, little thing ever. Yeah, And he was, I, I want to play some of like the best moments that uh, we had with him on the show. And we could play the one in which he talks about Danielle. <laughs> and about how Danielle is the, I mean, it's clear she's the best looking one out of anybody yes. in here anyway. But uh, Larry wanted to make that clear at one point when talking to Danielle on this show. Hi, Danielle. Danielle, you're the prettiest of the all three. So you got nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Larry talked many times on this show. And uh, when we did the podcast with him. Uh, about his wife and about uh, he was married for 65 years, Yeah, yeah. I believe. Yep. And um, I want to play a little bit of that this morning also. I had a wonderful wife. Married 65 years. She had emphysema and she's gone. But I was baby. She took care of me. Uh, Larry also not a fan of our current president, uh, as he expressed on this program a couple of times. The guy that's running this country is a clown. <laughs> and that's coming from a guy who's seen a lot of clowns <laughs> passing by, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, if, if you're just waking up and turning on the show, um, some sad news, and that is that our... 102, almost 103-year-old World War II veteran friend Larry Steinfeld passed away this weekend. And um, he was just uh, an extraordinary guy. Um, he, I think every time any anyone asked, whether it was one of us or, or a listener, uh, anybody that was at our uh, lunch with Larry yeah. that we did, we did two lunches with Larry, uh, last one was at the uh, at his nursing home mm -hmm. last year, and whenever anybody would ask him about his service in World War II, he would downplay it, you know, like it yeah. never happened. Right. It was, you know, it was not um, it was not something that he wanted to brag about. It was not right. something that it was. He just was. Uh, he was an amazing man, an absolute, absolutely amazing man. Uh, and I th and I think it's well documented that his favorite food. Uh, was steak. Yes. Uh, he loved steak tips. Mm -hmm. And at one point, Tom, who I mentioned previously, um, was interviewing Larry for some audio that he could send to us. And he asked Larry about his favorite food. And I'm going to play this exactly as it happened uh, because uh, it was it was very funny at the time and it remains that way today. So, 
Your favorite food? I guess would be steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. But it depends on the steak. What kind of steak? Well, you know. What is that? Filet? No. Doesn't have to be filet. I could have uh what the hell's the name? <laughs> the tits tips. Tips. Yeah. Not tits, tips. Tip, tip. <laughs> <laughs> So a texter is at, who missed probably missed the beginning of this is asking how we met Larry and we met Larry because he was in the news he had a scratch ticket stolen from his home uh, and then we called him got him on the show seemed like a, a, a hilarious great guy mm -hmm. and then we started communicating with him and um, we were able to get. Uh, well, I think the first thing that we did was actually a dinner with Larry, right, Danielle? What did we do? We did like a like a dinner, by the way, four o'clock right. for, yeah, uh, right. for Larry and for yeah. and for old people like yeah. myself. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. very early dinner. Uh, but uh, we did an early dinner with him and and a bunch like seven or eight listeners, and then we did a lunch with Larry. Uh, but Larry wasn't able to go to that lunch because right. he was not feeling well. Yeah, he had some um, stomach issues. Yes, and then we did um, we did lunch with Larry at the at the nursing home. Last right before last yeah, Memorial Day, I think that, so. Yeah, is that when we did that? Yeah. Didn't you also uh, get a medal service? He had like medals. Yeah. He yes, never yes, claimed. Yes, yes, he never claimed. That's his, like how yes. humble he was. Yes, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. He never the VA because they cause, remember he had a, he had an issue getting a hearing aid, right? Mm -hmm. And the the VA heard about that on this show, and they. Um, found out that Larry had never bothered to uh, pick up his the right. medals that he got for for yeah. service to his country. So, well, amazing guy. Um, I want to kind of wrap up this tribute this this particular hour's tribute to Larry um, with the audio in which he was thanking all of you for what you had sent to him. And this is uh, this is uh, like I mean this from the bottom of my heart. This is why. You are the are the greatest radio audience that has ever has ever been assembled. Because uh, when we asked that you send Larry a card, uh, you sent thousands of cards, so many cards. To, to Larry and thousands of scratch tickets to Larry. Mm -hmm. And so this was the uh, this was the thank you that Larry sent to you. I want to thank everybody for these cards and the pluses. That are in there. You know who you are. And I want to thank Lindsay for the beautiful balloons. And being a beautiful person yourself, it makes it even better. Larry would always give Lindsay a hard time if she put too much ice in his insure. Would, oh, yeah. <laughs> because it, it would melt and it would get too watery. Yes. So he, she'd make him a fresh one. And then he'd be, after like 10 minutes, he'd be like, too much ice. She'd be like, Larry, really? Um, next, when we next discuss Larry, I have a great animal-related story from what happened after he passed. Well, you might as well just tell, tell him it now. now. Yeah, you might as well just tell him now. So, we, Lindsay and I got a text from Tom, and he had said when he got home on Sunday, there was a turkey on his son's car for like two hours, just standing there, just this turkey up there. Now, after a couple of hours, he went out, and he's like, you know, Larry, is that you? You, you can go be with your wife and your sons now. So the turkey hopped off the car and walked down the street. Oh. So I'm like, oh, great. I wonder if, you know, we'll see any other kind of animal-related things like cardinals and whatnot. Now, 
Important to note that Larry always referred to himself as an old buzzard. He would say, I don't know why people care so much about this old buzzard, so think Big Bird. So Tom had the turkey incident, so we all chuckle about that. Yesterday, midday, my neighbor texts me and says, hey, I don't know if you're home, but there's a turkey on your roof. What? On the roof of my house. Really? I I mean, we have turkeys that walk up and down my street. I've never had one up on my roof. Yeah. So sure enough, I go outside and I look up. And this turkey hung out on my roof for like an hour. Mm. And I'm like, Lair, uh, is that you? <laughs> I kind of walked back and forth a few times and then uh, a few times and then hopped mm. off the roof and went, mm. went, went, went about its journey down the street. But uh, I thought that was, uh, yeah. I thought it was kind of interesting how that played out. Well, isn't there some sort of a thing where, like, with, especially with birds or something, with regard to passing away or something? What, what am, what well, am I the thinking? Old, like the old wives' tale in my house was that like if a bird dies, like it flies into your window, it means someone in the house is going to die. Okay. So, But, but the, if a cardinal visits your yard or, yeah. or comes yes. near you, that's yeah. supposedly the spirit of someone you love. That's has the come spirit to of say someone. Hello. Right. right. In this case, it was a turkey. It was a turkey. Yeah. It was a turkey. Because he was an old buzzard. Yes. Right. And great. Now I have to have turkey for lunch. First with lunch. stuffing for first lunch. Yeah, a with stuffing and gravy. Stuffing. <laughs> we'll do it nursing home style in honor of Larry. He hated that he he was so tired of chicken. He always complained because all they had was chicken at the nursing home oh, and he didn't it. like it. Yeah. And he would give it he would it, this is another thing that was so great about him is that there were a lot of residents there who didn't have meal plans. So they didn't like unless they had, you know, they they were on limited meal plans. So unless their family brought stuff in for them, they didn't always get a meal. And Larry was so sick of chicken that if there was if the dinner was chicken, he would he would tell them to bring it to someone else who didn't have a meal plan. Yeah, so that they could eat. Oh, that's great! Same yeah. Great guy. Yeah. And it, with, with of course a wave of his hand, like get that the hell out of here. Here's a text that says, "My favorite moment was when he said, I don't know who the hell Mike Shue is.' Oh, right. Uh, he did. He didn't. He See if did, I can find I, that. <laughs> That's right. Remember that? Yeah. Is, Who the hell's Mike Shue? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right. Well, anyway, um, that is um, a little bit of our tribute for Larry, who was somebody who I I had the great honor of getting to know thanks mm-hmm. to this show. And he has passed away uh, at the age of 102 years old and uh, served this country in World War II and then came back and... Went right back to work. That was the most amazing thing. I remember him talking about that. It's yeah. like it basically got back and was back at back at work the mm-hmm. next day. That's the way they did it then. Uh, all right, it is six thirty nine. We'll get to today's news and uh, today's sports and the nerd report coming up next. It is six forty six. Coming up at eight, we're going to play your hill mail voicemail messages back, so you can leave one of those on any topic. Right now on this number, 617-779-5463. And I believe that our assistant producer and the vice president of social media on this program, Stanley Stiz Grimey, is blowing through all of those Hill Mail voicemail messages that Mm -hmm. were left over the weekend. So if you tried earlier and the mailbox was full then it should be uh, it should be empty now or at least it should be half empty now so <laughs> leave a hill mail voicemail message at 617-779-5463 um, let's get to the news 
And the news this very first hour is brought to you by... Hint Water. Hint is pure, still, or sparkling water infused with a variety of fruit essences, including watermelon, blackberry, and cherry. No sugar, no sweeteners, no calories. Available in your local grocery store or at drinkhint.com. Hint, mouth-watering water. Scary stuff happening in Hawaii. There was uh, an individual, a 65-year-old person, who died Friday after suffering a shark bite off Maui. Uh, Yes. Panic. Uh, Panic ensued. Yeah. Uh, The man has been identified as Thomas Smiley. He was visiting from Granite Bay, California. He was an optometrist who had just retired this year. Oh. Family taking the dream trip. Oh, no. Awful. Absolutely oh, awful. Wait, he was, wait, he was wait, supposed to fly home the next day. Was oh. there like a warning? Or I mean, was there? Did anybody see fins in the water? Or, right. Uh, Somebody screaming. Yeah. Get um, out of the water. Shu, you're going to be thankful that I am not going to your moth fins uh, by Jimmy Buffett oh, because you Jeez. because you hate you hate Jimmy. Remind Buffett. me to buy you a beer later. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, was there no warning to get out of the water? I mean, normally there's a guy with a. With a with a phone who's yeah. videotaping the right. whole thing and letting you know tell, what's up, telling everybody to get out of the get out of the water. Uh, <laughs> but I'm trying to wait for shoe to find the drop, it's not <laughs> working was, over it here. Was there last uh, week? So, like, what, what, what is what, is Mercury <laughs> going back into uh, retrograde? Uh, it feels right, like right, it today. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, get out of the water! Take your time, Jesus Christ! They're taking their time. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well. Have you, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there's some guys that are in the news today on the Cape because they want to put a virtual net up to stop the sharks. It's very, Um, it's a very interesting concept that these guys have come up with. Um, So they're a pair of entrepreneurs and they say that it's time for us to do something about the shark problem. And they say that they're able to create kind of like a, a, a virtual signal dome in like, the outer uh, beaches of Wellfleet in Orleans. Like using sonar or yep. something like that? And yep. that'll keep the sharks away? He has a battery-powered acoustic harassment device. <laughs> and he says if you place them a half mile off the beach, you can put them on a buoy. You can anchor them the sea f- to the seafloor. And it will ping um, seals with a frequency that will irritate their ears and send them swimming in a different direction. Uh-huh. And now you send the food in one direction, right. yeah. you send the sharks yeah, in, that send the sharks in that so direction. So it will keep them away from the shore. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, it's probably a good idea. I mean, I, uh, how do they? How would they, how would they pay for that? They're 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 going in front of like the Barnstable, uh, what the the commissioner or something. That's uh, like, correct. Yeah, they're yeah. going in front of them on Wednesday. The um, the Cape has a forty nine thousand dollar program set up to look for ideas to solve the shark problem. Huh. Okay. So as to not interfere with the priceless tourist uh, yeah. industry there. Uh, here's a text that says, "I don't see a problem here. Why are sharks problems? That's what happens when you go into their home." Shark's house. Mm. You're here's in the a, shark's house. Here's a set. Here's a seven seven four text that says the sharks live in the ocean. I don't like it when someone pees on my lawn. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I, yeah. Is that how you feel about that? Like, I mean, do you feel you, like you they, go into a place where there's a lot of different hazards? Uh, like, you should take that in consideration. So yeah. you're basically it's at your own risk. Yes. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. If you see seals anywhere, yeah. that means there's sharks around. Yeah. That's get, the first thing. If they're like even just laying and sunning on the beach, whatever, yeah. there's a shark in the water waiting. A lot of people are saying uh, the shark, it's not a shark problem, it's the ocean. That's what a lot of yeah. people right. are that's what a lot of people are saying. So um, Can I throw it back real quick to someone who had some excellent advice for us that we once played on the show regarding sharks? Oh, of course you can. Yes. Thank you. Yes. 
you know you're going to the beach do that go to the beach don't go to the ocean okay the ocean is the shark's house okay I'm not and I can swim the shark has the right to eat you up when you in his house when chickens come in my house guess what they get ate when pigs come in my house they own the plate so when you go in the shark's house you're gonna get ate up okay <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's great advice. advice. Really is. Advice. It really is yes. great. That is great advice. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. What else is in the news today? Well, wouldn't be a new day on the Hillman Morning Show without one of these stories. And now. It's one of those only in Florida type of stories. <laughs> another edition of Florida. Florida? But that's America's wing. Not like the rest of us. We love you, Florida. This is part one. We actually have part two coming up in about a half an hour. I just want to tell you, there's a lot of Florida stories this morning, but holiday uh, weekend. This is the first, yeah, long Memorial Day weekend yeah, for every, many. A lot of everybody got a lot of sun. They drank oh, a lot. Yes, yeah. They were very busy down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but this happened in Fort Myers. There are two school bus drivers off the job now. Two female school bus drivers after they're accused of having sex on the bus. Oh, well. I mean, any port in a storm, as they say. I guess so. Okay, uh, so even the school bus drivers are horned up. It's yeah. not enough that all the teachers and the administrators are horny. Now it's the school bus drivers. That's correct. Uh -huh. uh, the two individuals were shown uh, kissing and then later engaging in what appeared to be a sex act. This was a uh, uh, video on, that was taken show, from the oh, bus. Oh, video from the from bus, the bus cam. Yep, okay, from the yep. bus cam. Now, uh, the local Fox affiliate in Fort Myers asked the school district if the bus drivers were still employed, uh, but they said, all we're doing is issuing a statement that we're investigating at this time. We cannot confirm or deny anything else. Uh, Betsy Vaughn is a school board member in Lee County and was absolutely shocked at where this took place very disturbing that something like that could occur on one of our buses it's just another example of something that happened in the school district that was not the information was not passed on to the school board uh, lack of communication free flow of communication is an ongoing problem and it needs it needs to stop we're gonna need bus four to be scrubbed down yeah. before uh, before my, before the kids go back on Tuesday. Just burn out the inside. Say, yeah, say, yeah. This is this is their office sex, uh, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess so. For you know, school bus drivers, you know, right? Some, yeah. you know, some people do it in the copy room. Well, where, else, well, where else do they have to go? Well, you know, that's not Danielle always says you don't fish off of the company pier. No, that's, <laughs> that's just a stupid that's, move. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that always comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, yeah. always. All right, what else going on today? Uh, let's see here. One moment, please. <clears throat> Red Sox legend Bill Buckner passed away yesterday. You know, I was shocked by this. Uh, how old was Bill Buckner? He was only 69. He'd been battling dementia. Oh. So they said that he passed away from complications uh, with dementia. Uh, and, of course, you know, Bill Buckner, legend around here for that, that, that you know, the, the ball rolling between the legs. Well, yes, infamous. Yes. He had, mm -hmm. he had, he, like El Guapo. He was, yeah, he was, uh, he, he was unfortunately... Uh, almost hated by an entire city mm -hmm. because right. of one play in one World Series game. Oh, not almost. Uh, so, so, he was. Uh, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yes, he was. So the winning run is at second base with two out, three and two to Mookie Wilson. Little roller up along first, behind the bag. It gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight, and the Mets win it. Um. 
I think um, he was forgiven, though. You know, he yeah. came back to Fenway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that during the 04 Red I think Sox it was o- World I think Series it was run? 08 opening day, I think. Okay. Yes. I think that was opening day for. Yes. Oh, and he and he got a he. I mean, yeah. he got a standing O, and he, he was, was forgiven. He was he was. I mean, forgiven. he was a great hitter. Unfortunately, th- this is the play he's known for. <laughs> well, right? I know. He's, I you mean, know, you know. he was a great hitter, though. He yeah. was an all star. It's like when I pass away, all all anybody is going to talk about is the Captain Bruins Hardo contest and how horrible that was. <laughs> I yeah, love, I thought you know that what I mean. Was great. <laughs> uh, like, but he did so much. Nope, nope. That's all we remember. <laughs> yep. Uh, obscure reference eight five seven text uh, Bill Buckner on curb your enthusiasm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, he had said in an interview prior to that game. Yes, this is almost a Hillman Jinx kind of thing. <laughs> that the worst thing that could ever happen is a to a player is a play like that, and we actually have that audio. The dreams are that you're going to have a great series and win. The nightmares are that you're going to let the winning run score on a ground ball through your legs. So those things happen. I think a lot of it is just fate. What do they call that? Man- manifest destiny? Uh, is yes, that what that yes, is? I think that, yeah, I believe that is what they call that. If you say something, you should not say something like right. that because it will happen. Right. Uh, all right. What else? Anything else going on this morning, Danielle? Yes. The, there was a man from Nova Scotia who has filed an appeal with court. Uh, in court, excuse me, he reportedly had routinely masturbated at work and he claimed it was because he had a sex addiction. Uh-huh. He was fired for it. He was uh, caught in a bathroom stall multiple times at work. Uh, so his managers had fired him. He then went to his union and the arbitrator concluded that the employer, which was an aerospace firm operating hangars at the airport in Halifax, had just cause to terminate the employee because his colleagues could what he was doing in the bathroom stall. Wait a minute. That is disturbing Mm -hmm. in itself. Uh, I mean, the the guy couldn't keep quiet? Couldn't keep quiet? If he just could have kept the moaning and groaning to himself, (laughs) everything would have been okay. He had been warned about his behavior two years earlier. Mm. Uh, The arbitrator said that it caused embarrassment and distress for the other employees in the workplace. So now this guy is appealing to a higher court saying it was not justified. Uh He testified that he did, in fact, masturbate in one of the stalls, but he only did it when no one was in the stall next to him. He maintained (laughs) that he never made noises Mm -hmm. and that he kept his phone on silent when he was watching videos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think the guy needs more on his plate at work, you know what I mean? They need to give him a <laughs> little bit more to do, if you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, he's, oh got too much, he's got too much time on yeah. his hands. Does he have a shared workstation? That's, that's, that's what, what I'm worried about. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, just, so really the lesson to be learned there is even if you have a sex addiction, yep. you cannot participate in an aggressive bullpen session at the workplace. That's correct. Okay. That's good. very correct. All right. What else? There's a woman who tried to eavesdrop on her neighbors and got her head stuck in the gate. This uh, is in Western Columbia. A woman in a call, a town, I don't know if it's La Virginia, La Virginia, but uh, she was trying to eavesdrop and they had a metal gate. So she stuck her head through so she could hear what they were talking about better. But when she went to pull her head back mm-hmm. through the gate, it got stuck. <laughs> That's embarrassing. It mm-hmm. took 
five hours oh. before emergency crews could get the woman free. Well, they do cut her, cut her out? Or yeah. How do they, That's one of those a, things like, you know, yeah. when you get impaled on a fence, they cut the fence out and uh, they send you to the yeah. hospital with it. They had to uh, basically use the cutters to get around her. Mm. Well, I mean, she was she must have been the nosy neighbor. That's I mean, right. I, That's karma. A lot, of, a lot of people have a nosy neighbor. I um, was I was always a fan of the um, the nosy neighbor uh, character on the 80s sitcoms, like uh, Mrs. Poole, oh, who would uh, come in through wait, the side door in the kitchen. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Well, you had the, uh, what about, the, was was the guy on uh, Tool Time, was he a, a nosy neighbor? Wilson. Oh, Wilson, yeah, his, with um, his head over the fence there. Was, was, so wait, are you saying that was a very popular character on 80s sitcoms? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.